Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Huzefa. And today we've got a special guest. She's got her own company, her own business, and it's all about it's, it's about a few different things. And I'm going to let her explain it to you, but I think it's got a really interesting a piece to it that's all about education. Now, if you've been listening the last couple of days, I went to the Udemy conference in San Francisco just this last weekend. And it was great because it was all it was just a big meeting of all these different entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurs, but educators, entrepreneur educators in all different walks of life. Me, I was there for test prep, standard education stuff, but we had people who were educating others with re- with respect to social media, with respect to how to be a musician, all these different life skills. And I thought that was so interesting because. Of course, as we all know, hopefully parents out there know this, and kids, if you're listening, this is absolutely true, is learning is a lifelong endeavor, and really, it's something we should always strive to continue doing, because honestly, it's fun, and it keeps our minds moving and agile, and it's just it's just great. So I'm really excited for my guest, and her name is Jane, and by the way, we actually, it's Jane Davidson, and by the way, we actually met because we're both working for a program, it's run by Barbary, it's called Law Preview, and we're both helping out with this course this summer, it's like a five-day, a six-day crash course, if you're on my Facebook page, you saw I posted a video today about it, but it's like a six-day crash course about law school and what to expect in particular your first year and how to be successful there, so that's where we met, we're both into education, so without further ado, I would like to introduce or welcome Jane to the show, Jane, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, thank you for joining. It's it's a little late in the evening. I appreciate you coming on because I know you've got a lot to do, and we got we got a lot to prepare for tomorrow again. But we'll try and make this a nice condensed discussion for everybody, so they can know, learn all about what you do. So first of all, tell us what is your website? What is your company? Sure. So my company is called Begin, and the website is HowDoIBegin.com, and basically. We do social media and brand development, but really what is kind of at the heart of our company is making sure that uh, we really foster a sense of education, both with our clients, with everybody in our staff, and then also just in a broader community of entrepreneurs, of musicians, of anybody who's trying to figure out how they can brand themselves even as a professional as they go into their career. And these are all things that you don't necessarily learn in school, but we want to make sure that we're teaching people that um, as they move through life. So now how do you how do you plan to educate folks? Like let's say, hey, they want to learn a life skill. What's the medium or media medium or mediums that you plan to provide through your website, through your platform? So we're working on developing a couple different things now. We actually recently rebranded as Begin. Uh, previously we were a music and talent management company, but 
Um, through that, I was teaching a couple classes over at the University of Southern California's music industry program. Um, and what I realized was that a lot of programs like that, where it's really focused on a pre-professional uh topic, there's a lot of, you know, older professors that are very good at what they talk about, but they miss a lot of the new things that have come to develop. So part of what I wanted to do with Begin is really address a lot of those different issues. Um, So a lot of the things that we're playing around with right now, first, we just recently launched our blog. So we're trying to cover different topics about branding or about what it's actually like to try to start your own business or what it's like to go back to school when you're an older adult, um, things like that, which can actually help people, you know, maybe make those decisions for themselves. Um, we're actually going to be starting a podcast, um, probably in late August, uh, to kind of have discussions about the same types of things we're talking about on our blog. And then eventually we're going to be doing, um, some types of course, courses. Um, we haven't figured out exactly what that format is going to look like, but, you know, testing the waters with a lot of different stuff right now. Excellent. So now I'm looking at your blog right now. Like for example, I see one article, music marketing and me by Grant Gensky, unless I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is this something that the, the, you guys who run the company are writing or are you getting contributions from different folks? So we just started it up. So all the ones that are up now are people who work for the company, but we actually have several different guest posts lined up. And what we're trying to do is bring people who um, are young professionals in a variety of different industries, everything from music to filmmaking to finance to education, and really trying to get a variety of perspectives and have them educate the rest of us on something that they're an expert at already. I see. And so so music, what about standard pieces of like education. I mean, do you, do you see people writing about math or about actually learning how to write or things like that? Yeah. So one of the things that we've actually been reaching out to people for right now are a lot of traditional teachers and having them kind of take the types of skills that you would learn in the classroom and apply them to some sort of real world situation. So, you know, how you would use math in some, you know, field later in life that maybe you'd think, I'm not going to use math if I'm going into that field and really seeing which types of math topics should you really be focusing on learning for that um, part of your uh, professional experience. But also, um, we also want to come up with some topics as far as, you know, general uh, things that you need to know as an adult, like how to pay your taxes properly and things like that. For sure. Do you plan to use, for example, if you come up with courses, let's say you're integrating video, things like that. Do you plan to use any other platforms in concert with what you're doing? Like, for example, Skillshare, Open Sesame, Udemy, of course, are any of those on your purview? Yeah, Udemy is definitely something we've been looking at a lot. Um, What we really have been doing is going on different platforms like that and testing out some courses um, that are maybe not necessarily the same topic, but maybe a similar style to what we're looking for and seeing, you know, what's really going to work best for us um, as we move forward with this. All right. Very cool. Now, just to uh, let's dive into a little bit of your background, because I think it's pretty interesting. So you're in your first year law school. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm actually a part time law student at Loyola in Los Angeles. And um, I decided to do that because actually I really wanted to go back and get more of an education after I had been working for a little bit after after my undergrad, and I'm really enjoying it. Do you th- is is it is law something that you see, for example, yourself going into as far as actually working as an attorney, or do you plan to just sort of use that background to help you along in the business that you're running? 
You know, it really depends on how things go in the next couple of years. And I honestly think that I'm going to end up doing both at some point um, in my career. I'm really interested in law and potentially practicing as an attorney, but I'm also really passionate about education. I'm passionate about working with small businesses. So I think that all of those things are going to be something that I'm going to be working to combine throughout my career. Very cool. So, and, and I love that you're into education and I know your background has a lot of connections to education. So can you tell everybody what you've done as far as working with test prep or things like that? Yeah. So I currently um, teach uh, teach and tutor uh, test prep courses um, for SAT, ACT, GRE, and PSAT, um, as well as I used to be um, a coach and kind of guest teacher and judge for high school and middle school debate teams um, back at my own high school. And I also guest lecture at USC pretty often in a number of different classes. And I worked with them on kind of revamping their music industry curriculum, which actually was my major. Um, but I've really enjoyed teaching ever since I got to you know go in front of a classroom. Um, and then, of course, working with my tutoring students has been such a great experience that I think that that's something that I really want to focus my career around as a whole. I used to work for Kaplan, by the way, back when I was... 23 or 24 or something like that. I used to teach for the LSAT and for the SAT, I think. I th- I can't remember. But yeah, I used to work for Kaplan way long time ago in the, out of their Detroit office. Yeah, I love working for Kaplan because I think it's the best place or it's one of the best places to like get that kind of education on how to educate other people. Um, I think they have worked out, you know, all the details on how to approach that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I work with my manager every month trying to make sure that I can become a better teacher and I can apply that in all sorts of different types of teaching that I can do. Um, So I think maybe, you know, it's the same thing with if you wanted to start your own company for whatever, right? You go and you work for somebody who knows how to do this. um, And then you learn what you can from them. And then you kind of can take it and pivot it to whatever you want to do. Um, long term, I'm not planning on teaching test prep, uh, but I think that that's a really great place for me to become a great teacher because I think that's what's lacking with a lot of experts who become teachers, um, especially at least what I've seen in my education. If somebody doesn't really know how to teach, you're not going to learn anything as a student. So if we, if we, so you're saying now you've taken a lot of the stuff you learned at Kaplan, you're able to apply it elsewhere. How, for example, have you or what maybe are you applying from your knowledge of being an educator in test prep to the current your website and this education platform that you're trying to build? Yeah, so actually a lot of what we do at Kaplan and it applies a lot to what law, uh, law school teachers do as well um, is this idea of kind of helping the students, asking them the right questions in order to help them get to the answer rather than probably lecturing directly at them. So that's something that I've been able to kind of do um, with people, with my clients when I'm teaching them about social media. So whenever I do some sort of workshop um, to teach somebody about branding, I really do a lot of question and answer stuff. I'll give them hypotheticals of situations like, you know, if you're at a party and you're trying to make a new friend, uh, what do you say to them in order to uh, play the right things up about yourself? And then figuring out what those things are and applying them to um, your professional brand or whatever you're trying to do. Um, same thing with the way that I'm setting up blog posts and things like that. I want to make sure that I'm communicating it in a way that's focused on what, who my audience is. So for example, with Kaplan, if I'm teaching a 
high school class, it's going to be very different than what I'm doing when I'm teaching my GRE class um, to many of the students who are older than I am. Right. Makes sense. Tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about, so I see I'm on your website a little bit as, as we're talking. I see you got two co-founders. Tell us about your co-founders and, and how you guys all work together and met. Sure. So Sarah is my uh, primary co-founder. Or I'm sorry, excuse me, I misspoke. You have a co-founder and then you have another, right. So sorry, you have one co-founder. Right. Well, both of them are very integral parts of the company. That's for sure. Um, when you're a three person, um, staff, it definitely, everybody has a big role in what you're doing. But Sarah went to the Berkeley College of Music out in Boston. And I actually met her because um, about a year and a half ago, I was working with an artist um, named Carly Teft, who um, is pretty popular over in the Boston and Cape Cod area, but she's actually trying to make a name for herself in Nashville. But at the time we were doing a California tour and we had stopped in San Jose and I met Sarah and we started talking about all these different things we had worked on. And she's really interesting because she's also very much into continuing education for herself. Um, while she was at Berkeley college of music, she was able to find opportunities to take courses over at Harvard business school and at MIT to really round out her education. So she didn't get pigeonholed in the, just in the music field. And she is the kind of person who will do her own research on something in order to really understand a new issue, or um, she'll be sending me articles every day about new topics. So she's definitely um, a great person to work with um, if she's your consultant, because she will learn things for you. So you don't have to learn them. <laughs> and then she'll explain them to you in an easier way. Very cool. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Berkeley College of Music is the most competitive music program in the country. Yeah, it's probably it's one of the best, um, you know, programs to go to if you want to be in kind of the commercial or popular music world rather than, you know, a classical conservatory. Um, you know, I'd say maybe um, an equivalent best one would be the one over at USC. Of course, I would say that because um, that's where I went to school. <laughs> but um, yeah, those programs are great because they're really trying to um, teach students in a way that's going to prepare them for you know the real world. And there's um, uh, you could have a whole discussion about you know whether it's more important to focus on an academic perspective or on a real, real world perspective. But um, what I found at USC is I really got a, a balance of both. Got it. And tell us about your other your other uh, partner, Grant. Yeah. So Grant uh, went to UC Berkeley. So I have two Berkeleys, but UC Berkeley is up in the Bay Area. And he and I actually went to high school together. And what was pretty funny the other day is when Grant and I were, we've written a lot of blog posts that haven't gone up yet. Um, and Sarah was proofreading some of our posts and she commented, you two are such great writers. And we kind of looked at each other and we said, we just went to a really good high school with a lot of good English teachers. So um, I think both of us kind of come from obviously a similar world since we have a lot of mutual friends. Um, but Grant was a communications major in college. He's actually a musician himself. And it's really cool to see him apply the strategies that we use with our clients to his own music career because he can test things out. And then if it works, then we can use it with our clients. And if it doesn't, then um, of course, then he can advise against it um, as a marketing associate with us. Yeah, very cool. So let me ask you this because the, this show in, in the main people that it's the, that I make the episodes for, well, I'd say it's twofold, but mainly it's for parents. It's for parents of, of kids, sometimes young, but maybe older. Uh, and 
What I want to ask you, since this your website, your it seems like your mission is geared towards adult education. What's your opinion? Okay, what's your opinion on parents learning, continuing to learn, pushing themselves to continuously learn outside of whatever they have to do for a living? And how does that relate, or does it relate, to them being able to better teach or better relate with their kids as they're moving along? Is this something you've looked at? Because I got to imagine that that's got to be an important thing if, if, if you're on that same path alongside your child. It's got to help you empathize and, and so on. Definitely. I think that a big issue that parents run into is even though they may have learned the same topics that their children are learning now, um, it, it might be a little rusty, but even if it isn't, they might have trouble explaining uh, the process in which that they learned it in the first place, which is a big part of how you can kind of help your students with their homework and help them, you know, with their test prep or whatever it is that they are trying to learn. Um, and I think honestly, one of the biggest things that I learned from my mom and dad was just a love of learning in general. Um, seeing my parents while I was growing up, my dad used to always um, listen to these great courses, CDs in his car. Um, while we were driving to school and, you know, I wouldn't really care because they'd be kind of boring, um, lectures and, you know, for an 11 year old, you don't really care about a boring lecture about the Byzantine empire or something. But, um, it was really cool to see that my dad would take the time to try to continue to expand his mind and just really enjoyed talking about the things he was learning. And my mom would read every single night because she loves reading. She was an English major. Um, both my parents went to UC Berkeley, um, like Grant and, it was just great to be able to see that. And I think that if you do that for your kids, if you show them that learning is actually fun and learning is something that they shouldn't think I'm just checking off the next box of, you know, the next grade level that I have to complete or the next test I have to complete and really think of it as a lifelong journey. I think that's a really good message to send to your kids. And also if you're learning yourself, you can think about, you know, how did I really come to understand this piece of information? Sure, it's probably different than the algebra that homework that you're helping your kids with, but the process of learning, um, it's very similar. Um, your kids probably learn in a very similar way to how you would learn, and remembering kind of what that process is for yourself will really help you help them. I think I think that's great too because – it's also you realize that with learning, there is going to be some level of frustration along the way as you are trying to learn things for the first time. It's hard no matter what you're learning. And I see in certain cases, people, parents or even sometimes teachers, they never should be a teacher. But sometimes I see it where they get they can get frustrated or impatient. And I think that would be a great that's a great thing just to say, hey, wait a minute, because I, I, sometimes you forget how hard it is to learn like the concept of slope for the first time, like maybe it becomes easy, but it's hard the first time. So I think that gives you a great uh, frame of reference as far as, hey, they're going through it just like you did once upon a time. Definitely. And I think that's something that I really have learned um, while I've been teaching for Kaplan is that when I'm preparing for a lesson, I can't think of it as, oh, this is really easy for me because obviously I scored high on my test scores. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to teach test prep. And obviously... Um, I understand this material because I went on to teach, uh, to learn calculus and things like that. But I have to think about, okay, what was the way that my math teacher explained it to me? You know, if it was a teacher that I really remembered how they taught it, because if I remember how they taught it, that's probably something that was a really good way to teach it. And I can probably replicate that, um, to my students. That's very true. It's, it's another, you know, something that's, that's kind of interesting too, is that, 
sort of so, sort of different from what we're talking about with when you're trying to be teaching and understanding but an interesting thing is that as adults when we choose what to we choose what to learn and that can often make it make it fun i i you know what when i think about the current education system and the way it's set up one thing that I'd like to see going forward is more flexibility to mirror that model that we provide for adults where it's basically like, Hey, I'm interested in this. So I want to learn this. So I want to, I can apply that. And I like one way that I'd like to see that happen is with the books that are, are meant to be read. In fact, I, I don't know if this would be possible, but in some way get rid of a lot of the required reading and really allow kids to choose what they want to read or hopefully if that could be feasible. What are your thoughts on that or do you have any thoughts as far as the current education system and what's required reading? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, a lot of my favorite books that I read in school were required reading, but a lot of my other favorite books are things that I read on my own. I was kind of a nerd. So when I was a kid, my, one of my favorite things to do over the summer was to go with my sister to the Pasadena Public Library uh, with my sister every week in the summer. And that was such a summer ritual that really helped me enjoy reading and writing. So I think that being able to do things like, you know, have book reports that are on a book of your choosing when you're in high school. I don't see what's wrong with that. You do that in elementary school. You can just do it with more advanced books. And something that I really do want to implement in uh, all this curriculum that I'm trying to do is partnering with uh, younger level students, such as partnering with high schools or middle schools on kind of bringing in maybe some skills that they'd be interested in learning about. Like, what is it really like to start your own business? Um, What is it like to work in the entertainment industry? What's it like to work in tech? Um, And just very basic intro levels focused for that age of student um, rather than, you know, the kind of stuff that is online currently, which is a little bit maybe over the heads of somebody who's still in high school or middle school, um, but might be interested in pursuing that path. And that can make them very excited about learning and obviously promote education in general. Yes, I think that would be great. I think it would be. I, I I think all that stuff is excellent. You give something that where where a child or a high school kid could actually pursue something that they want to build and see flourish, or maybe something they're interested in down the line. I think that's great, and that really that can really energize and motivate somebody to to push hard. So I think that's all fantastic. It's been so awesome to have you on. Thank you so much. So one more time, can you get? And again, the URL I'm going to put it in the show notes. Give give, give it to them one more time, Jane. Sure. It's howdoibegin.com. And the company name is called Begin. All right. Excellent. So that is Jane Davidson from Begin. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can check out the show notes at www.scalarlearning.com. Check back for new episodes this summer. We got new episodes coming out every day. And if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe. And if you like the show, I'd love it if you would write a review. That'd be great. You're always welcome to email me and give me feedback, comments, whatever you want at Huzefa at scalarlearning.com. Would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you again for joining me. See you guys next time. Take it easy.